I'm pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. Have you had too much coffee? I am not the coffee devil, as previously stated in last week's episode. You're not. I am not. And um, I, th- I thought this is what it meant, like, negativo. Like, uh, it's like negative and then plus some characters. Like, it, it meant don't make that the rolling. This is At The Nexus, episode 86. Hay bales are always open. On Friday, July 26, 2013. And now, staring into Mark's mouth. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel. Yes, but if you tell me not to do something, what do you think will happen? So when I tell you don't include it in this week's show... What next week's show. Alright, so uh, don't include it in this week's or next week's or any week's show. Well, I'll redub it into an old show then. You know, I know you wouldn't do that. No. That sounds like a lot of work. You'd no. have to upload a show twice. I can do that now. It's effortless. A uh, new thingamajig python deal. Still sounds expensive. Actually, hmm. We'll see. Yeah, I will not. No. Like the answer. No. <laughs> Either way, uh, how's it going? Oh, it's pretty good. Uh, this week has been very large. Uh, there was a big, a big Google event earlier this week that we covered. Um, yeah, um, Sprutfisk with Pikachu, I mean, Picard. None of those. Sundar. Sundar. Pachar. 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 Not Pikachu, no. not Picard. Pachai. Pachar. There's no R. You, I just heard, I just said what I heard, and you said Pachar. You can't hear. We've got no, 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 no. I'm at plus 25% right now. Well, I get... Like, I hear a lot more than you do. Well, I get five points to podcasting for every podcast I slay. Up to 25 stacks. Well... For not giving a grip, I get infinite points of not accountable. So that still makes me better. Okay, cool. So, but okay, but that makes you accountable. That does not necessarily make you better. See, I can get away with literally anything. I, I can say, "Oh, I don't like this thing," and I'm going to say some fake reports like Apple lost ten billion dollars yesterday. Yeah, but see, I actually like doing real work. Well. Like in a I emulate. Mess. I emulate doing real work very simultaneously real. So you've been working a lot this week. Uh, see, that was real work. Like move a box from one point to second point. No, I'm not a big I fan of that. that. Well, I know that, and neither is any of my coworkers. None of them like. Neither are. But I agree. See, I'm not accountable for this. <laughs> not accountable for English. I understand. I, it works in my favor infinitely for mm. always. For always. Okay. Well, so how was work? How many hours did you get this week? Uh, they gave me 26. How many of those did you actually get? I got all 26. Oh, I'm impressed. Now, allegedly, I'm going to get paid for them, too. But, uh, on Thursday, I was supposed to get my uh, second paycheck. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen? No. Mm. No, which, uh, has, uh, has some concerns. Did you send them an email about this, or? I'll mention it casually on Monday. Could you send them an email about this? No, this is the weekend for the blokes. Yeah, but that's their job, like, paying you. Well, I'm gonna see. I actually have an H and R department I can call. Oh, how nice! Yeah, but I, I was just gonna talk to the manager. Okay, like well. just mention it. Hey, um, I didn't get paid, and then she's like, "Oh, that's right, Matthew. We hate you. We're only gonna give you eight hours again this week and for the next." I'm like, "But, but, but I, that's depressing news." I'm like, "Well, week three might be looking better for you," and I'll be like, "You know." You know, I, I want to succeed and have a job, but you're not letting me. <laughs> and then she'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not paying you either." Well, um, you know, Maggie, who works at SPPS for community education, I work with her sometimes. She, um, 
she she works at two different rates. So, so if she's teaching a class in some buildings, she gets one rate. Like I don't know what it is, but it's just one rate. And then if she's doing a class for the district, so in other words, she's teaching district employees, mm-hmm. she gets a higher rate. And so uh, multiple times, because she's paid at multiple rates, they've gotten her hours messed up so badly that they had to cancel checks and reissue them with corrected hours. That's lame. Yeah. See, my checks just get canceled, and they get left like that. Like I said, uh... <laughs> just left canceled. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. Uh... I'm still waiting for my 350 bucks from uh, my uh, yes. majestic outfit. I was at majestic outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that god armor, pretty bad. It's, uh, majestic exotic. <laughs> exotic flooring, TC. I'm gonna start it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, I really should do that. You kind of, kind of do already. Exotic flooring TC. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure it's not taken. There's yeah. no way. Either way, so I went to my boss's house twice, because I That's was at the good. archery range. Is that nearby? His location? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's very, it's on the way back. And so I swung by twice. Mm-hmm. Place is boarded up. Really? Like the place I was, remember I was, right before I got fired, I helped to move on yeah. my own time. Like, I, he didn't pay me for that. And I knew that, and I was like, you know what? I love my uncle. I'm going to give him a helping hand. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, knife in the back, and it still hurts there. And But, no, his house is pretty boarded up, and I don't think he's living there. So bitter. Mm, me? Yeah. No. 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 Pretty easy going guy. Okay. Well, so speaking of that archery range, how many times have you gone there now? Well, I've been going every day except for the days I go twice a day. You even go when you're working? After work and oh, before work you have, It's open that late? It's never closed. Oh. Oh, Dude, it's like hay, and like you go shoot at hay bales. They don't. Hay bales are always open. <laughs> are they? There's there's no timeout functions on them. Like they're just up. Well, I guess I assumed that it was more of a, like a facility and not just a field with hay bales. No, no, no. When I had to pee, I just peed. Like there's gravel sounds everywhere. Like, it sounds like you in general. Well, there's just there's just all the gravel is good for drainage and other things, so you can just go wherever. Right. right Dude, course. there's a school field trip there. The last time I was there. Wow. Like. Uh, to children. Not from SPPS, I can imagine. No, some richy rich. Right, of course. Because who can afford bows in SPPS? Yeah. But, um, no, work was great. Um, I'm getting better with my bow. It's, I feel like Legolas and you stuff. You were showing me these very strange, uh, grappling hook, hooks, tips. I don't know what they uh, are. They are called mechanical broadhead arrows. I can throw a link to the ones I purchased on Amazon. They are made by Allen Company, and they are called the Spider Series. Spider. Spider Series. They're 100 grain broadheads. Um, but they only have three feet legs. Spiders, man. Okay. Just saying. Oh, if you go to Amazon.com, I'd just like to note that in the Prime section, they are still promoting Under the Dome very, very heavily. Mm. See, on my, my, on my Google, um, what is this, Amazon, mm-hmm. I've got clips for like bags of chips i've got food dehydrators and i've got cell phones so obviously Mm -hmm. my mom's been using my account well (laughs) which is fine because i've got prime but i'm just saying like food dehydrators and chip bag containers just saying well that's that's fine but so these broadheads like they got a little rubber band around the blades and so as soon as you hit your target they start opening and they cut the rubber band off and then Mm -hmm. so it blocks the blades in and then it theoretically kills whatever the grip you shot it at theoretically I, I, see this is this is like i gotta go back to like feudal japan because there's only one way to test this and i need a corpse like i, I can't emulate this like so i got arrow stops and other things and i, I got a piece just, of plywood just buy a piece of meat i am not the one to waste meat 
<laughs> I know. Like, uh, I use it till it's coming out the other end. Like, I need... It, it's not good then. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, um, so, oh, man, I had a lot of burgers yesterday. I had like three. Why? Burger day. Oh. My sister came back and she needed American food. I see. So. Like that one time she ordered three Domino's pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she didn't need, she only had half. I understand. Like, like I, maybe I, three I, slices. I hyped it up. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, um, so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what else did you do this week? Well, I've been, uh, doing what you like to call working on the WordPress, also known as the, what did you call it? Um. Travesty in a bag? No, I, that's, I'm sure that's something else. No, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, so the WordPress is uh, working on it is there. So is the cancer spreading? Yes, that's what you called it. Cancer. I've been working on the cancer. Uh, so so one of the things I added or previously in the CMS is if you wanted to link a person that has been on the network to a show, you had to know their ID or slug, and that sucked because if you didn't know, you couldn't do it. Now it's just an autocompleting form. You just type in Ryan and it autocompletes, or you type in M A T and it autocompletes to your name. That's cool. Um, so it's much better. Uh, additionally, so that same autocompleting support is now available for show titles. So fringes will be able to be linked much easier. But an additional feature is that we'll now be able to keep track of the parent episode. So when there's a fringe, we can link it to the parent episode so it's bidirectional. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. I've also been working on the new podcasting feature segment so that allegedly we can have... Um, no more power press. Power press is a travesty. Hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of travesties, I don't really think they can hear that. It's a feature. Okay. It's a thing. They're not angry about the small weapons fire in the background. <laughs> no. So, um, also this week, as you might have heard from our special, there was an Android update, and so I got that on my phone. We're a lost. Oh, here it is. Uh, it, Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Um, so here's Android 4.3. Yeah, I was uh, looking for the phone app, and it's very hard to use it. Well, as I don't a phone. use the phone app ever. Yeah. Um, but, um, so there's not really too much new about 4.3, at least visually, anywhere, as far as I can tell. Like, you except know, for the new things. What? Podcast or something? No, but those are my apps. Mm-hmm. Those aren't. That's not new though. Yeah. So um, how do I make an account on your phone? Um, you know, I don't think that has availability on phones yet. So like, oh, it's just a tablet. It's thing? just a tablet thing, as far as I know. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, because phones are relatively personal, being that text no, messaging. No, they're not. Well, I mean, if, I, if the government can at will that, that's not really personal. Okay, then. well, the, your your kids can't at will it, so that that's Excellent. the difference. Um, What's that counter power? At will counter. What do you see? The, above you, there's some flies in the ceiling. Oh, okay. Well, well they're worth the gaze. Just like watching them. Well, so finally, the last thing of fun I have here for this week is earlier this week, this guy who works at ArenaNet, he's a community manager. He um was you know he had some he handed some guy his iPhone or whatever and tweeted that there was a fire drill at the ArenaNet headquarters. ArenaNet mm-hmm. makes Guild Wars. Correct. And so I tweeted at him, or so he tweeted that it's we're having a fire drill, and I tweeted, well that should be a flame legion drill. And he he tweeted back at me, and he said, "Too bad we didn't think of that." But I don't think the fire department would have understood that. <laughs> you know. So I thought that was pretty funny. So I I, I didn't think that. businesses had to do fire drills, but that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know they did either. So I wonder if it was like a mandatory thing from the fire department. I wonder if they're in a funky state because Minnesota businesses don't. I'm suspecting California. No, wait, Seattle. My mistake. Oh well, Seattle. California is always on fire, and so is Seattle. 
Like, Seattle is all those things like not a they're, state. Just, they're just burning. No. Wait, it's not? No. Is this not a city? Is that a place? Where? I haven't heard about Sweden. Me neither. Well, I, uh, I don't even know about any of these places. Yeah, well, I... I Florence, fake. It's still on about that. You made it up. I didn't. I only read about it in fictional books. Right. Because everything you read in a book is fake. Just like everything I read online is true. Hmm. Well, I can see how, why that makes sense. Derp, derp. Well, um, how about some news? Um, oh, man, we're going to be here for hours. I know. You might have heard about this, but this is a big news week. And I had originally thought that that Google thing, that little Google event, that would have eclipsed everything. But it turns out it didn't. It doubled everything. It doubled everything. So would you like to begin with that, Lightning? You, you want me to start? No, I'll start. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go start. Well, this week we have to go back to our roots. We have to go back to firing people. To firing people? At BlackBerry. 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 At Blackberry. At Blackberry. At Blackberry. Yes. But not just at Blackberry, but at the headquarters in Waterloo, Ontario. I just wanted to say that to see what you would do. You Waterloo. Do... <laughs> okay, you did it. So well, Speaking of your loo, it's in the garden now. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Like, oh, you should address that immediately. No, no, no. Can't address that. It'll be next week. Like, the no, adding no, of the sculpture no, no, garden. No, like... no, it's got to be next week. All right, fine. Next week. Yeah, got to have, got to spread out all of it. That was a great tease, though. So... 250 employees were fired this week from the headquarters of BlackBerry. The employees in question were reportedly in the division of product testing. So if you made a new device, made a new piece of the operating system, well, those people are gone now. And also the research and development groups. So if you wanted to, for instance, make new features, gone. So do you hear something? I must be retaliating from being shot at for so long. Yeah. I got the AKs out now. <laughs> the AKs. I don't think they make that much of a boom. Oh, the AK-74 is due. Oh, okay. By the way, by the way, so uh, Classic Arms has got a whole shipment of AK-74s. But they look really good. Bye later. By the way, did you know that your SIM card could be footing your phone in danger of getting hacked? I have a SIM card. You do? Mine doesn't. No, you don't. I don't. I don't need one. No. To use a phone. No. You turns should, out. You should get one, though. Yeah. And allegedly, some SIM cards can actually hold your music on it. Uh, it's, and, and contacts, uh, and among other things, not possible. Mm-hmm. So I looked into that, and I'll tell you more about that later. Okay. But either way, um, an eighth of all SIM cards um, use this really weak encryption thing called DES. And researchers have explained uh, more about this at this Black Hat conference on July 31st. So we'll know more about how the, this these phones are just effortless to crack. Right. So we, we know the general idea, but we don't know in very good detail. So the idea of the way it works is an attacker will send a person a binary, just some binary file. But because it isn't signed, the... Um, phone will return an error message that contains a 56-bit encrypted string, which contains the signing key used to sign the binary that wasn't signed. Which is clever. Which is very clever. And so, yeah. Yeah. Now, do we want to pause this so this doesn't get in the show? No, no, it's in the show. All right, it's in the show. No, it's in the show. So, yeah, we'll hear more about that eventually. So... Have you ever been to San Francisco? I have not. I have not left my time zone. Well, I I have not been to San Francisco either. I was in San Diego, but that's slightly different. Sounds similar. It's not. Um, So in uh, San Francisco, there are at least 31 parks. I'm impressed by that number. And apparently Google is so rich and bored that they would like to fund the 
construction and maintenance of 31 parks having Wi-Fi. So they're they're giving the city of San Francisco six hundred thousand dollars to do this over two years. So are they based there or something? Uh, Mountain View's not necessarily close to San Francisco. Maybe it's like an hour away, but it's close enough. Wi-Fi distance away? No, no, it's not Wi-Fi distance at all. But uh, it's good enough to throw money at. Well, all right, whatever. Yeah. Good luck, Google. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of Google, so like, um, you know how last week we talked about how everyone was forced to switch over to the new themes? Yes, yes, the yeah. new, the new uh, auto-sorting tabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, there's uh three tabs, like the, your things, and then there's the promotional tab. I thought there was more than three. Well, I, I don't know. There's social. So. But mine's got three. Oh, so mine has primary social promotions, updates, and forms. I got primary social and promotions. Okay. But it seems like, ah, I hit a plus tab on the promotional thing, like to see if I could do stuff, and I got blackmailed with uh, heresies and stuff. Um, either way, users are reporting that the promotional tab in the new Gmail thing now consists of some suspicious-looking ads, and they look like emails, but they are ads that would fit in the promotional categories, kind of like a dirty t- tactic. Yeah, so like it, it's it, it's a travesty. This I have not seen it yet, though. Well, so I run AdBlock. I run AdBlock, and I don't know, like everyone runs AdBlock, but most people honestly don't run AdBlock. Normal people don't. So I I've, I've been using YouTube lately to watch videos of various things, um, which is a problem of my own life. Um, and I had to turn off, or I tried turning off AdBlock to see if that would fix some of those buffering issues or fix some of the playing no, no video but pl- playing audio it, it didn't yeah it's broken you need to go on mobile <laughs> yes well turns out it, it didn't fix any of those issues but what it did do is it started showing me all the ads that youtube has and, and there's so many of them youtube is basically unusable with all the ads yeah so i don't really understand what's going on there i mean it used to be pretty yeah, well, not anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you click on somebody's actual channel, like it used to be like navigationable, and now it's just all like horizontal, and it's too hard to view anything. Like I'm not. Recent posts did I ever mention things. I hate YouTube? Yeah, yeah. So my sister was in France the other day, and I know they have YouTube. Yeah, oh. they'd have YouTube there, hmm. but everywhere you go, they had little knickknacks for sale and other things. It's a tourist attraction, right? And everywhere you go, every shop had little phone cases. Oh, of uh, Sai Gundam. Really? Doing the thing with the glasses. Some yeah. of them were him being shirtless on the other beach. And everywhere you go, is just Gundam. Gundam everything. Popular. Very there. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. got to go to France for that. Either way, Verizon wants to, um, wants the president to stop the impeding import ban on the iPhone 4 and the iPhone 2. My gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, just, just start that whole one over here. Why don't you let me take that one? That's no. actually my story anyway. Did I screw up that bad? Yeah, yeah I did. Kind of. Hey, Verizon wants the president of the United States, which is also known as Obama, to stop the impending import ban on the iPhone 4 and the iPad 2, not iPhone 2. Although that would be good, because that's what Verizon doesn't want to happen to them. So, uh, nobody should be buying those two products. iPad 4, I mean, iPad 2 and iPhone 4 are so old and ancient, they should be thrown out and burned. Um, so apparently this was initiated by the ITC on behalf of Samsung due to some patents from a few years ago or something, and allegedly this will begin on the August 5th mm-hmm. if Obama doesn't stop this. Now, presidents have the ability to stop an ITC ban if they want to, but no president has done so on any product, any time, since 1979. What was the first issue of it? Uh, I'm not really sure what the issue was at the time, that's just what the date was. 
So just one guy did it then. Uh, I don't know what president was either. Well, I'd look, but then I'd have to yeah, open a whole really a whole giga ohm just for that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. This week, Apple celebrates something near and dear to us here at the Nexus. One billion podcast subscriptions, not downloads, over the past 250,000 unique podcasts in more than 100 languages since 2005 over the last eight years. Uh, Did I mess that up? <laughs> no, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. So what do you think about a billion subscriptions? That means that there's a billion people who listen to podcasts. I wouldn't say that that means there's a billion people. It means there's enough people to make a billion subscriptions. Billion. No. Billion. What if every person just downloaded 10? That means there's 100 million. Uh, right. So okay. Nobody subscribes more than one podcast. No, I, I do. Really? Yeah. What do you subscribe to? I'd have to read it. I'm not doing that now. Um, 250,000 unique podcasts in the directory. That's pretty big, too. You know, we're not in the directory. Yeah, it's because of that stupid NTFSW thing. What? <laughs> See, if I jumbled enough letters and say it pretty fast enough, nobody questions. That it's I did anyway. What are NF, you talking NF of W. Oh, NSFW. Yeah, something like that. No, we don't have a problem with that. It's that Ian Buck show. Yes, but uh, a part I, of the I, network can't get in there, so we're not going as a network in there. No, no, we are. Just not yet. We need Album Art? Yes, that. That uh, isn't their background? Yeah, I don't really have an issue with that. It's two versions out, and I don't care anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. So, you know, WWDC, that was back in June. I think that was about two months ago. It's almost August. Mm-hmm. Well, the only Hazel product they released at the time was the new MacBook Airs, the now very battery-healthy MacBook Airs. Well, we didn't hear anything about the MacBook Pros, which we thought about, or the iMacs, or the Mac Minis. Well, apparently the Mac Mini supply uh, seems to be very constrained at this week. The shipping times have slipped from, you know, one to two days to a week out. And when that happens, it either means one of two things. It's either a blip, like, oh, a we blip? ran out of salt this week and the factory shut down, or... It means that there is going to be a refresh soon. There probably won't be an event because it's just a Mac Mini and who really cares? Um, they can't tout battery life about something that's continuously plugged in. Of course they can. Crap, they can. Um, you know, actually, that'd be really cool for a Mac Mini. Like, putting a battery in it just, just for fun. Like, why not? Um, so we'll see what they do uh, about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't mention it last week, but uh, you know Apple's development center? I haven't been there lately, but yes. Yeah. Well, it's been uh, hacked and is down, and it is still down. And so nobody really knew too much about it, and now this bloke is saying that um, he was a security researcher, and he said that he found 13 bugs, and he told Apple about it, and as soon as Apple read his little submission thing, they decided to pull the plug and uh, fix these critical issues. So... What he did was he was doing this in the name of research. Allegedly. Everyone does it in the name <laughs> of, of research. Of course they do. Well, so what he did, though, is he compromised 57 Apple employees' data and then showed them that data and, found, and showed them the 13 bugs he used to do it. And then they immediately turned off the developer center because of that. But breaking news, it's up now. Wow, um, it's up. Yeah, it's up. How Break- long was it down? Um, So... That's a really hard question because my sense of time has gone down the drain. However, it happened the day before one of our shows. So it might have been last week. Eight days ago? Yes. So it has been down for basically seven days. Okay. Was that good? Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, crap, I don't have the picture with me. 
My sister took a picture of a keyboard in France of an Apple store. Like Does it she look had different? a Mac. Very. Oh. It's very different. What does it look like? Sucky. Oh. Like M and N and B are like where Z, X, and C should be. Um, these all these numbers are down. Like there's oh, the second why function. this this row is gone. Wait, uh, why? Well, French go. They use the same letters we do, but not in the same way. Oh, okay. That's hence French, hence inferior. Mm. Okay. But Apple still caters to their whim. They they do. They had to make a special keyboard for them. Pansies. Right. Well, uh, would you like to talk about Ubuntu now? Fine. Okay. You know, you know, Mark. You're good friends with Mark Shuttleworth, right? Uh, I've sent him a few angry letters. I thought you had. Um... I had tea with him one day. Yeah, tea. I, I, I entered a bidding conference to have a cup of tea with him. Bidding conference. <laughs> uh, did he do your bidding? <laughs> no, I did his. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that didn't sound at all close to being wrong. <laughs> so tell me about my good friend Mark. I I will tell you. So Mark decided this week to launch an incredible campaign. Uh what he wants to do is f- help, he wants your help to help him fund what he calls an extraordinary and Formula 1 class smartphone experience using Ubuntu as its operating system. So we've heard about Ubuntu OS, that that phone thing that you know how we've always giggled at how the website would not give you information as a consumer, but would make you as a device manufacturer. Ubuntu inf- phone. Do you want information? No. Give us your name and tell me how many you want to build for us. Right. Exactly. So it was kind of a reversed issue. Mm. Well, uh, this week, they have started an Indiegogo. Indiegogo? Is that a thing? Yeah. It is. It's... Um, uh, an Indiegogo campaign. So it's very much like uh, Kickstarter, but with less rules and more happiness. Um the goal is $32 million USD. Currently, they have around $7 million. And um, a single phone that they're going to be building will cost $700 on average. There are multiple tiers that you can pay for, but the lowest amount, I think, available is 700 So what are they calling this phone? <laughs> That's easy. What is trending around here? It has to be Jump. an edge. Oh. It is the Ubuntu edge. Edge? Edge. So, so does it like, have like 80 edges? Has... Wow, that's very reserved. So I I have a little bit of a video here. Would you like to see some of that? Oh, sure. Convergence is the future of computing. So we've reshaped Ubuntu to combine the mobility of a smartphone and the power of a desktop on a single device. We unveiled Ubuntu for phones at Mobile World Congress in February, and CNET declared it their best of show. Operators love the design, and some of the world's largest have now joined our advisory group. We also gained the support of key silicon vendors to the mobile industry. So now, finally, we're talking to the companies who actually make phones, with the goal that Ubuntu will arrive on mid- and high-end devices in 2014, right on schedule. Along the way, we learned something really interesting. We learned that new mobile technologies get proven in the lab, but then hit a production roadblock because manufacturers don't want to select a new technology for a device that's supposed to sell 10 or 50 million units until they know it can be produced at that scale. Now, in the motor car industry, we have Formula One to test new technology. But the mobile industry has nothing like that. There's no premium segment for expert drivers. It's like everyone is driving mass-produced sedans. We don't have a consumer testbed for cutting-edge technologies, but we do have a new mechanism for driving innovation crowdfunding. 
Since the Ubuntu vision of convergence for the phone and the PC will push the limits of mobile computing, and since we're working with industry already, most exciting innovations that are real but still on the horizon. We call it the Ubuntu Edge. Beautiful, inside and out. The body will be crafted from a single piece of textured metal, making it really solid in your hand. It will have precisely chamfered edges for the optimal grip and perfect control of the edge gestures that are central to the Ubuntu mobile experience. The display is the window into your content. The phone industry today is a bit like the camera industry five years ago, stuck in a megapixel race, chasing wasted resolution. What's much more interesting is color accuracy and brightness. So we'll select the panel with the best combination of resolution, dynamic range, and color accuracy. The size of that screen has to be just right for edge gestures to give you total control in one hand. Based on our testing with prototypes, a 4.5-inch screen is the perfect size. And to protect the display, we'll replace glass with sapphire crystal, a material so hard you'll need diamonds in your pocket to leave a scratch. The same goes for the camera, because phone cameras are used for personal shots without stage lighting, so we'd like to optimize for low light, fast response, and up-close pictures rather than just megapixels. If you're like us, you travel a lot and you love bandwidth. Today's phones fall back to slower, older protocols when they roam, but future phones would have access to LTE everywhere. So we'll raise the bar with dual LTE antennas for full-speed 4G in both Europe and the USA. Convergence is the key idea we're exploring, so this phone needs to be a potent little PC when docked. We'll select the very latest, fastest, multi-core processor as we finalize the design, along with at least 4 gig of RAM and a massive 128 gig of storage. It's going to redefine PC portability. Finally, one of the key areas of innovation today is the battery. We've selected silicon anode technology as the most promising candidate for extended life and power density. This project is all about cutting-edge hardware, but being Ubuntu, we can push the limits on software too. So. Long-winded. Well, so it is a six-minute video. You can watch the rest. But what I wanted to highlight was that it's going to have chamfered edges. Remind you of anything at all? No. No? Just, you've never heard of a product with chamfered edges? Never. Never? I haven't either. I've never seen a guy in a gray t-shirt talk about chamfered edges. I've uh, never. Polo. Whatever. It's got collar. I don't care. They're both British, and one is lame. Well, <laughs> yeah. But, no, I really liked how he took the time to explain everything. So people doesn't people think he's not crazy and not stupid, but... Okay, but the, so... Uh, that hair doesn't fool me. Okay. Come over. So, I, I, so they have a goal of $32 million. What do they need that money for? Well, so... Like they said, they couldn't get really a sponsor, and they had they, they made they a never terrible announcement. They never said they couldn't get a sponsor. Okay, so you know how you, feel, you read the dev blogs for the Guild Wars and stuff? See, uh, I have my sources, and uh, they could not find people who wanted to back this, like, big time. Well, what I'm saying is they didn't say that in the video. So, it, like, the the money they raise here... I wonder what that pays for, because I think it's going to cost a lot more than just $32 million to make all of these handset units. I'm making 10 of them. 
They're not, though. I know that, too. Like, if you pay $80,000, which is an absurd dollar amount, you can get a 100. So, that's 8,000 a piece, but, wait, no, I don't know how that works. 800 a piece, still? It's uh, not too Still bad. sucking. Either way, um, the cool thing is, so this is all the little crowdfunding and other things. In their first day, they did get 10% of their goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it dropped off like a tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to go with that. Well, they got 32, 3.2 million the first day, and now they're up to seven. Yeah. And it's been four days. Four days. So, so they're slowing down considerably. But they're still going to, I still think somebody's going to help them make it. I think so too. So, um, two days ago, so a day and a half in, basically, mm-hmm. um, they added some lower tiers so you could get your your phone for 600 650 and 680 like you know they had different you know you know uh, pledge amounts for those specific tiers cuz normally it's 700 or 800 so depending on if they do that again to get more people to donate like $600 is a lot of money for normal people and even though this is a very premium phone compared to premium phones now it's still not worth it because it's ubuntu yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, that's what I'm saying. But we'll have to see how it goes. I'm sure yeah. we'll get updates as we go through the 30-day period. So what I really need is I need somebody to go buy one, and I really want to try to break the screen. Like, they say you need diamonds to scratch it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I can find a way. I'm sure you could. I'm, I'll am i go through the back to scratch the inside part of the screen. No, that's cheating. It's winning. No, no, that's cheating. But with this textured steel case, it's going to be hard for me to cut through the back. By the way, chamfered edges. Mm. I just want to point that out. He's British. He's not fruity. It's fine. Yes. Well, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. You going to get one? Uh, I don't have $700. I need a Nexus 7. I need a Nexus 5. I'll see you next year. Sacramento until 2014 anyways. I thought that was at, at the end of this year, they said. When? 2014. At the end of this year? Exactly! You figured it out! Oh, okay. Yeah, so, hey, do you know that piece of crap you like running? Uh, well, I used to run it. I don't do it anymore. Because it was uh, breaking your thing? No, it never broke anything, unless I was using it. <laughs> so, from Bionic, there is this little um, study at home project, where they did some cluster crap, and um, used to have it running on this computer that I'm using right now. Mm-hmm. So, imagine... You had that running in the background of a computer, and that slowed the computer down. Yeah, so it made what video stuttery, and it made your, your your Explorer windows open like three times slower. Imagine that. Yeah. But where do you have extra processing power? The cloud? In your phone. Only if I have a Ubuntu Edge. Well, people who don't have a Ubuntu Edge, and people who don't have um, S4 Pros and other Snapdragon amazingness. <laughs> Actually, no, your S4 Pro is laggy sometimes. Like, S4 Pro is good. Yeah, but it's not the 800. No, 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 it's not. Nobody has that, unfortunately. Ubuntu Edge could. We they, don't know. It's unnamed. They they didn't say what it was uh, yet, and so it'll probably be the ne- the generation after, uh, most likely. 1200? Well, we don't know what it's called yet. We'll know later. Well, they got the 4 and the 8. Either way, um, oh, crap, my hat broke. How? Yeah, so SETI at Home is now for anyone who has an Android phone 2.3 or later. Um, you need obviously an android phone that that works um most handsets that you aren't using don't work so that that's one thing but you also need to be plugged in so it demands power well of course it does it would just kill your battery otherwise yeah and it also demands wi-fi so you you need uh, to have some kind of connection going yeah so you can't just have it sitting around it needs to be somewhat on still it would kill it. Oh I, yeah, I feel. I, I don't feel like I would tell any of my friends to go do this. I wouldn't either. 
Um, not that I tell them to go run city at home either. I tell them to go fold protein or something. Yeah, I, I only run city at home uh, every few years. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what else is a lot of work? Reading no. your news. Not really. Uh, no, I agree. Well, for a lot of people it is, and they like to read it with their magazine-like app called Flipboard. So if you have an iPad or if you have a Next 7 or whatever you might have, uh, you can get Flipboard pretty much anywhere now. Well, uh, you can now get it even more places, specifically on your desktop using Chrome. So this week, Flipboard launched for web. Uh, right now, it's limited content, so it's they're they're only only putting up curated magazines that they've made. So you know they have different categories, but it's not like the Flipboard that's on the tablet that just is you know article scraped from CNET or The Verge or whatever. It's what they have decided to put on and format accordingly. Um, but it looks exactly like Flipboard. It works the same way. It, it's pretty nice. That's really cool. Um, so it, they, um, the founder of Flipboard was talking or doing an interview. And one of the things he said is when they were originally making Flipboard, it was right before the iPad had come out. And originally they were working on a web app. And then the iPad came out and it changed what they wanted to do. They decided to go down a native app route. So they went from web app to native and they put native apps everywhere. And now they're going back to web because that's the next platform to conquer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do like how they waited to get complete saturation everywhere else before they moved on. Yeah. It's not I like Ubuntu were like, oh, it said everything at once. Yeah, and do a, jo- a good job nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know that uh, Microsoft? I do know the Microsoft. And so you, you know the Xbox, the latest one, the one. The, wait, the first one? The latest one. So not the 360. The one. The Xbox One. The Xbox One. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. It's a confusing title. I know. Wonder who, why they named it that. I don't know. Either way, you t- retail units will now also work as debugging consoles for indie developers. And something very nice, indie games will now have a predominant position on the online store. Before, they used to be in some black hole somewhere. Well, so it was either in a black hole somewhere or not allowed on the store in general. Mm-hmm. You had to sign with a major partner of Microsoft in order to get your game in the store in any form. So now there will be an indie section of some sort, at least. Um, so uh, the PS4 had announced with this feature built in so that you could you could be an indie developer and develop on any console and you could put your game in the store with relative ease. And Microsoft probably saw that and decided to do that also. They're not making a big deal about it right now, but I'm sure they it will, will eventually. Because so- somebody's going to make something cool and better than Angry Birds. I can only help. Yeah. You know, with that uh, Connect thing. That's always watching. It's not creepy. No, no. no it's it's Microsoft. No, uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of creepy... I think I'm as old as NT. Can I tell you something? I'm as old as NT, too. Well, I think you're younger than NT, too. Or, wait, older than NT, too. We're all 20 here. No, 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 NT, too. Like, okay. Jokes are <laughs> <too much. laughs> So, and on Saturday, which is not today, that is tomorrow, Windows NT turns 20. Um, so, I, I wanted to read some of the progression through version numbers, though. Because to put it into perspective, it's it's very interesting. So... Um, you know, NT's still pow- still around. It's powering Windows 8 in some nefarious way, but um, at its core, that's nefarious, if you ask me. <laughs> All right, I'll go with that. <laughs> um, so in 1993, uh, 3.1 came out, which is weird because what happened to the first two? Um, it was followed by 3.5, 3.51, uh, four, um, and of course, um, Windows 7 uses 6.1, Vista used 6, obviously, uh, Windows 8 uses 8.2, and 8.1 uses 6.3. Yeah. So, their numbering scheme isn't working out here. 
I can't wait for a week from now when I have uh, 3.1 uh, Linux for home groups. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be great? Be great. So we'll see how long that, that lasts for. So yeah. do you think they'll ever uh, get rid of that NT name? No, I, no. I mean, no. it's not public, consumer facing. I mean, no. If you give people give you blank stares, if you say, oh, Windows 8 NT, I mean, no, I, I mean, I don't even know what it is. I was dead by then. Boring. I was boring. <laughs> boring. <laughs> okay. Well, I was very young. Infantile, if you want to put it that way. What was, la- what was last week then? Uh, yesterday. Okay. As you were. <laughs> well, what, what, what is it? Um, so as long as we're talking about Microsoft, um, so you know how last week we calculated on show, on live, that uh, the little Surface RTs didn't sell. We didn't calculate that. We were told blatantly that they did not sell. Yeah. And then you uh, wolf ramp some stuff, found out that the Verge sucks. No, Twit. Twit? Um, I'll tell you about that after. Yeah. Um. So that was all, that came out like Thursday. And so mm-hmm. we just had the statistics. And so now it's been a few days. And so now we've got to see what the market's done after that news has been made public. Right. So Microsoft stock literally dropped 11%. Just from that, like, a day after that stuff was made, was made public. Mm-hmm. So after their terrible earnings call where they missed estimates all over and totally failed on making RT tablets not work. And failed to make Windows 8 be at least 6 or 10% market saturation. Yeah. So after that, they lost just flat out 11%, which I hear is the largest single day drop since 2009, when, as you might have heard, the stock market crashed everywhere. Mm-hmm. So not a good day. But they'll bounce back. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I, I want to see Microsoft succeed. Everybody does. They should succeed as much as possible. That I'm is just... a funny picture to be staring at. <laughs> well, everyone likes staring in the Mark's mouth. Like, look at that. It's got like, like a fake tooth coming out the top. So I, I did some more calculations, and the so one of the problems, I was listening to Twit. It's one of our competitors on the Twit network, Twit on Twit. Um, one of the calculations I did was the number of units not sold was never announced, and we still don't know, but doing some rough calculations. So if you can assume that the RT tablet was $500 to begin with, and that they may or may not include the $139 uh, touch cover, you probably can guess a number of units. So based on $900 million for the write-off, um, if that's the case, they would put that unit number between 1.4 and 1.8 million, which is probably too high on both ends. So I don't know, but it, it's around a million units that they have but did not sell, which is absurd. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did, that, that kind of number is staggering for a number of units to not sell. Um, considering that, you know, you've heard of Apple, right? I haven't. Well, at the latest earnings call, one of the things that Oppenheimer was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have, have Op- Rob- Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, that's their um, money guy. Uh, Oppenheimer was talking about the supply chain and how many weeks of units they have in the chain right now. So Apple has always been famous for having a very narrow amount of units ever at one time in the chain. Mm-hmm. So like in shipping and on shelves and in store. So they only have four weeks of units to go right now. Like, I mean, that's a completely different business model than what Google does. No model, no units at any time. So no, they have units and then it goes to ship and then they're gone. And then they, that's they, it. They don't a couple make months any, later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is a very Microsoft doing the exact opposite of both companies mm-hmm. making too many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see if uh, Samsung starts doing this. Speaking of Samsung, Samsung 
in three months, well, three months tomorrow. Same thing. They will have the Samsung Developer Conference. <gasps> or do they call it World Developer? I can't remember. Um, They call it the uh, Global, Global <laughs> Developer Conference in San Francisco. I can take a dance. Anyway, um, it'll be the 27th through the 29th in October, uh, as mentioned, San Francisco. We don't know the pricing yet, though. So we don't know if it's going to be as expensive as WWDC. It's already expensive. You have to go to San Francisco. It's not that bad. It's 300 bucks. I'm not doing it. Uh, I might. Um, not. <laughs> okay. Not for Samsung. Um, so we don't really know, even know what they're going to be doing at this conference. Um, Why can't anything be announced in Chicago? Like, they, they, they put in some buzzwords about their ecosystem, but technically, that means nothing. So, we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my blokes and my... More blokes? Mm-hmm, my comrades, my team members in the FSF. Oh, okay. Miss mistake. And... See, see, I'm, I'm a member. I know. And you're not. I'm glad. But good news is that even you, as a non-member, could still help change the world in a better way. A donation should be made in your honor by you, and not your mom's <laughs> credit card, for Replicant, a open-source version of Android. Like, Android is not completely open. There is still some shadow stuff that people don't have code for. You know what? I'm okay with that. You're You're, you're okay with that 80%? being open turns on i'm good with it yeah but this would be replicant or whatever would be the 100 percent free it's kind of like you know like you know you like your ubuntu but i like my deviant because it's free to the core yeah and it's not crapware wait so what was oh nt is in the core right i forgot <laughs> yeah yeah whatever yeah i'm not a big fan of uh forking android to make it use free software uh i'm sure the interface would look even worse then yeah, and then, honestly, so I was reading about this project a, a long time ago, and then I Mozilla backed it for a little while. But then, as you know, just a few weeks ago, they finished their phone. Like, right. it's already in the market. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they, because I didn't actually think that was ever going to come to pass. Just like I don't right. think this edge is going to come to pass from Ubuntu. Well, um, we'll see if their funding pans out. But, so, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like uh, Android getting forked. Yeah. Well, Firefox OS forked. Android in a completely different way. Like they they changed their whole UI, well, they changed yeah. everything. Right. But they did. They still use aspects of Android. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they got such. They were able to roll it out so quickly. Well, I, I suppose my alternative to making a fundraising campaign, like, do they say how much the money they want? Or <sighs> you ask the hardest of the questions. They think they wanted like millions. Wow, that's a lot. Like, I, I guess my alternative would be to. Say, fine, we'll give you money, we'll do a fundraiser, but instead of making a fork, why don't we develop alternative plugin, uh, pluginable sections of the code that, you know, were private before and that weren't free before? Why don't we develop those and just put them back into the mainstream library? Because I don't like the idea of having a fork. I want good things to go into the main trunk of Android. If you donate between $400 and $600, this will allow a replicant team member to buy one new device and make the OS compatible with it. Not good enough. Contribute to this page. Contributions donated on this page will be in USBs. Ds. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Um, so they, they want you to buy them a device, and then they'll spend their weekends making it work. I'm not a big fan of this. Um, I... Not I want Firefox OS phone. Yeah, I, I heard I, it looks a, a lot more desirable than. I don't know how that this. ever could look desirable. Well, you see, I've spent a hundred and twenty dollars uh, in my total lifespan. 
not counting service, like mm. not counting the 35 bucks no, a month. Don't do that, that adds up quick. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I have spent under $200 on all the phones I've ever had. Yep. You spent that on one Triumph. I got that back, though. I used it for 84 days, and I got the money back. Just saying, though. I'm just saying. Troll. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, all the phones you get, you don't... You, you go through them a lot quicker than I do. Like, I, I know. And you the, have to have a high end. I have to have a way to call somebody. Yeah, but see, I, send a text I, message. I, I use my phone for important things, such as reading the tech news to produce this show. Mm. Yeah. Well, what do you think I was doing at that airport? Looking suspicious. I was just looking at the ceiling. Suspicious. So, you're, you're telling me about Cisco. Oh, do you want me to do that one too? Yeah, because I've got nothing about that. All right, so, you know my... Um, Good friends at Cisco. I thought your good friends were at Oracle. No, I hate their sales staff. They I know, criticized I, me. I, that's why I thought you were. They were your friends. But anyway, tell me about Cisco first. All right. So, um, Sourcefire is a security firm, and so what they do is they they do enterprise enterprise security. Like they're not like AVG where they're just out to hound children for money. No, I know and that stupid is. people or McAfee or any other people. Like as as far as I know, the CEO has never killed his girlfriend and hopped countries. Um, well. Well, I mean, now that his company's just been bought, which is actually what they wanted. So Cisco and uh, Sourcefire have been team members for a long time. Like, they've been working together, and then Cisco's been using their services. And so they came to some ridiculous agreement for, like, they'd buy each share of their things. Either way, in the end, it was $76 per share. They they bought all their company's things. It was $2.7 billion dollars. And Cisco now uh, owns Sourcefire, and now they say that with the new acquire acquisition, they'll have the next line will be more secure, and they'll have better support teams and better best practices um, support guides for. People. I'm impressed. Yeah, um, this is a very good deal for Cisco and both of them actually, because now because Cisco will never go down the toilet, even mm-hmm. if they are unsecure, like HP. Right. Like, even if they finds out that the, every one of their enterprise class things have passwords on them, like um, root service things, people will still use them. Also, I think HP's done for. Yeah, uh, they, they probably might be. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know anything about that specific market. Have you been following what they've been doing, though? No. So, products from 10 years ago, people have just found out that, oh, wait, there's a um, Cisco, I mean, there's a HP support account that's oh, just yes, been there. Oh, yes, you did mention and that. And then there's root access. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's really hard to find the first one, but if you know kind of what you're looking for, they, mm-hmm. they, now that they're looking for something like that, they've been checking the code for all the recent ones. So even models that go back last year still have the support account on there. So any HP guy can, who has access to your network, so most of the time you have to give them access to go fix it, but that's still a giant vulnerability. The password, unlike Barracuda, the password changes per serial thing. Like, right. we found out that Barracuda for the last decade has been using the same one password that everyone knows. Um, so Probably it's more secure in that, that sense, but no, um, Cisco has always been good about doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully we'll have more security to come. Because everybody's got to buckle down with this crappy NSA stuff. Right. Well, I think that's probably going to be the future of what um, they do here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what is the Oracle doing with these other two companies? So Oracle's got a unique business strategy. So they, they try Killing to... Killing Java, that, that's unique? Yeah. So they get people who are like, okay, what is this Solaris? Okay, I have Solaris. I'm running Solaris. All right, now uh, Oracle, can I get an update? And I'm like, yes, yes, just let me grab your nuts and yank, and uh, we'll give you a support contract. It sounds exactly like uh, Android updates, honestly. <laughs> so 
You have to buy a year subscription to their support to get updates. I mean, that's not unreasonable. I mean, Microsoft is heading in that direction, too. It's crazy. Either way, so these two companies, uh, Terex and uh, Maintech, have come up with their own system. So they each have support contracts with Oracle, Mm -hmm. and so they have access to the updates. Right. And so what they have been doing is they're like... Reselling the updates? Well... Yes. Oh, that's clever. So they, so they, and, and so they have it at like half the price. So mm-hmm. um, these people were like, "Hey, we have, we actually, we want to actually deal with humans and not idiots, and we actually want support besides just that." So they'll give them phone support, they'll give them everything and the updates. Right. So Oracle is really angry because they're like, "No, this breaks their terms of service. We, you can't actually redistribute these updates." And and that that probably is the case. But. uh I hope they keep going. I, uh, these two companies will probably not be able to continue with this, unfortunately. So it'll this, take year, a it'll, year, oh, a it'll good take, year. It'll take a while, but this re- reminds me a lot of the Star issue with Macs. Oh, with, yeah. So uh, Star was making uh, Mac clones, so, you know, just regular commodity PC hardware, and then pre-installing OS X on it. And while that's totally fine to do if nobody knows about it, but as a company, you can't do that and also advertise that you're doing it with um, not finding Apple out that you're breaking their terms of service for the OS X installer. Like, it specifically states that you can't install OS X on non-Apple hardware. So, it, it reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, and honestly... Nobody knows what became a five star. I mean, we know it closed, but oh, yeah. it was all done behind closed doors. Right. They just disappeared. Well, and and I think five stars also other issue was that they didn't have enough marketing for normal people to know about them. I think a lot of people would have loved to have alternative avenues to get OS ten. You know, well, all... I, I would love to spend eight hundred dollars to get a cool iMac like device, or even less. Honestly, you probably could get pretty decent hardware. On well, see, Mac market. Pros are like two thousand five hundred. Right. Okay, fine, eight hundred dollars yeah. is not eight dollars. <laughs> Oops, I'll pay eight dollars for a Chromecast. It was or actually we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that Five Star would have done better had they had better marketing and a better appeal to consumers. But what was that? Two thousand four? I think it was fairly recent, like two thousand eight. <sighs> I don't know. I thought I feel like it's a lot older than that because I barely remember that story. Like that, that was pretty much done when I. Started in seventh grade, I think. Yeah, I don't really remember yeah. either. Well, while you're looking it up, I'll entertain you with another story. Yeah, please do. So, you know the Ubuntu forums? The place where people go to post Burn, almost... 2008. <laughs> it's only off by four years. So, here. So, these computers that they were making were announced in April of 2008 with the option to have OS X Leopard pre-installed, making the first commercial... Hackintosh. In 2009, November, a few, uh, U.S. federal district court judge ruled that Five Star uh, violated Apple's copyright and terms of service. And so, yes, there you go. Yeah. So Ubuntu forums is a spot for people who don't just use Ubuntu. Like it's almost it's, it's almost it's, Unix. It's become uh, I mean any Linux. Yeah. And, and the reason that people go there is because there's actual activity. Mm-hmm. It's a very lively thing. It's even better than the BSD chat rooms. Not surprising. Um, no, they're actually pretty good people who go there. But people are geniuses who ask the questions. Yeah, and well, I think you would be you would feel bad if you went to a BSD chat room. Yeah, but either way, so it was hacked. Um, <gasps> they hacked. Got, they got all the passwords and they got all the usernames and emails of every user. That's ridiculous. It's fine. Because they had everything salted and hashed and everything is great. So oh. even though that the, all, all the passwords got taken, nothing bad has ever happened. Like, so if my Nebo stuff, like for my thing, 
See, because they sent me an email with my password in it that I used to Not create other stuff. No, it's all um, That means that... It's plain text somewhere. It is. Yeah. And... I mean, even if it's not in the main end, somewhere along the line, it's, It'll get, it's weak. Yeah. Um, so you have between, now theoretically, a few weeks to a few years to change your password before it gets cracked. So I actually got an email this week stating that it was hacked. And then if you try to go to the Ubuntu forum website, um, you can't log in to change your password there because they've just taken the whole site down. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason I found out it was hacked before I got the email was... Is it in your newsfeed? No, I was actually looking for some command help. I was trying to figure out how to use FFmpeg right, um, you know, the uh, file audio conversion tool. Mm-hmm. And, well, I got to a Ubuntu forum post, of course. And they're great. Very helpful. Oh, look, hacked. Can't read it. And it's like, oh, crap. So I had to go to the uh, Google cache to get it. But um, yeah, And this happened um, a few months ago to the Arch uh, yeah. things. And also, what was the other one? Debian. Debian mm-hmm. and Arch both had a fail. So there's there, there's no word in when the uh, forms will be restored, as far as I know, right? Um, so it's going to be on view only. So you, you can probably oh, go... Oh, so view, view is back? Or view should back? be back right now. Okay. Well, as long as it comes back someday. Nope, nope. It's still currently down. Mm, yeah, see, I want it to come back, because I, I, I like my um, Ubuntu forms. Um, but, so I don't have Ubuntu's password like the forms password stored in LastPass. So I don't know what password I used for it. You don't really need it. Yeah, I don't. Probably. I, I don't think you do. No. Um, so tell me about an electrocution by iPhone travesty. Yeah. So sad thing happened to this woman back in China. Um, on July 15th, she was using, she was charging her iPhone, and then she had it plugged into the wall when the phone rang. She went to go answer the phone, and nobody quite knows what happens yet. Um, but the end product is she was electrocuted By the while iPhone. using her. Her iPhone was to her ear, and it happened at the same time. So theoretically, it was the iPhone. So Apple comes out to yesterday and says that we found we we don't know exactly what happened, but we know that she was using a third party charger. So buy all your stuff straight from us and, and pay eighty percent more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is your life worth 80%? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I'll keep buying the cheapest. Me too. Monoprice, all the way. Yeah, and that's really weird. So I don't I don't know about uh, that. And so they said the same thing when that person's iPhone exploded on that airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, it was serviced by somebody other than us. factory bought by us. Right. Well, so like the Nexus 7 always would say, please use the charger we sent with you if it ever like ran out of power. Or something. Like, whenever it had issues, they'd always mm-hmm. want you to use that Asus charger that was lame and had a really short cable. So I, I never did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I think that's it for the traditional lightning. Yes. Yeah, so now we have some, uh, extra breakfast with Sundar news. I'll let you cover it. So, so, you know, you know, this, the, whoa, okay. That this, was me. I noticed. So this kind of thing happens whenever we do a special. More news came out after the special. So, first of all, if you want to hear our first news... Go listen to the special. Uh, it's NS23. But we found out some of the features that they withheld from us at the event. So Android 4.3 contains some extra features. Those being app ops, those are some type of feature that 
would allow apps to have limited functionality without denying the whole app up and down. So for example, if you wanted to install an app that needed to use your webcam, but that was not a core functionality, you could deny access to the webcam. Or you could deny access to having context imported into the app. You can deny specific things or limit functionality on a much finer controlled level. Um, they also have um, places, hooks in the system for high resolution assets up to 4K. So we don't know what that means yet, but presumably Android will have assets for 4K someday um, because those hooks are in place now. Uh, finally, the camera app has a new interface. Um, it is no longer a full circle to toggle between various modes like dark and light mode and CPM and such things. It's now a semicircle. And the most annoying thing of Android was finally fixed. The camera app no longer needs to reorient itself and waste two seconds of your life every single time you switch to portrait or landscape. You can just turn it and the controls will move, but not the whole screen. So, you know, like on Android, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When, with the, uh, like, so like, here's the Facebook app. And if you turn it, the whole thing turns. And that on the camera app, because it was a live preview, it would always take forever. So now yeah. the controls just flip instead of That's nice. sucking. That is very nice. So uh, you might have heard that the Chrome stick, I mean, Chromecast, never going to get that right. Finally came out, and it's on Google Play. Um, if you purchased it on Google Play, uh, you would have been able to get three months of Netflix for free. That was part of the deal. Well, those are gone. So you no longer can get net three months of Netflix. Uh, and that is too bad. And the reason they state is because due to overwhelming demand, we ran out. And they didn't see this coming. Um, well, I don't think anybody predicted that it would fire sale within an hour. I think you misused the word fire sale. I probably did. Well, like, what did you want? Uh, the high demand, not oh, okay. just completely destroying a city's transportation That's and power and everything. That's I, different. I would care. So, um, <laughs> yes, yes, you would care. Uh, so, yes, so you, you can't get that anymore. But there was an iFixit um, teardown of the Chromecast, not Chromestick. Apparently, it has two gigabytes of some type of flash storage, so it might not be fast, but good enough to buffer, you know, 90% of your movie or whatever, um, which is pretty nice. Um, a regular mediocre processor, nothing to write home about. But it does have, interestingly, 512 megs of DDR3 memory of the mobile variety. That's very interesting because even the new Nexus 7 doesn't have DDR3, so that makes you wonder, why did a cheap piece of crap, like the Chrome stick, I mean Chromecast, get DDR3? Very interesting. Um, that probably is what enables it to play back um, 1080p in such a fast way without having boatloads of memory because it has a higher interface. Probably good. Mm -hmm. So while the Chromecast is still out of stock on Amazon, you can buy the Nexus 7 on Amazon. That's good. Um, so you can buy it on Amazon if you have Prime for the exact price of two twenty nine and ninety nine cents because there's no tax and there's no shipping if you have Prime. Um, alternatively, if you are so lucky and you do this by Sunday, you can get it for one ninety nine at Staples because they have a coupon on their website. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, on the iFixit teardown thing, they have something that Amazon does not have. They don't show the box that the Chromecast comes in. No. And no, I love don't. looking at the yeah. boxes of things. Mm -hmm. Like, when I first got my Kindle, like, it was in a weird paper box, and I was, like, one of the first times. It was, like, pseudo-OEM. And that box, it's a really nice-looking box. Yeah. 
And so this box is a cool blue box. And then when you open the thing, you just see the Chromecast. It's kind of Apple-like. And then on the left side, it shows you, you plug it in, switch input, set it up. Right, and it gives you, you the URL to go to. But the one thing that that instruction set doesn't tell you is where to find the cables. I think they hope you can figure that out. That's not necessarily obvious. I mean, what cables do you really even need? You need the HDMI cable, which it does not come with. And you also need the uh, dongle power funder. It's the USB power. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Dongle founder. Um, yes, well, among other things, that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Nexus 7 was um, announced, as you might have heard, but this is more of a rumor. But apparently the Nexus 10 wasn't updated, and we know that. But nobody was talking about it at the event, and, well, somebody thought it would be nice to ask Sundar Pichai, the guy who was you know, hosting the event, about the Nexus 10. And why there wasn't an update. Well, he said, well, you know, Samsung, it turns out, is getting a ready, uh, model ready for us. Um, and you will be seeing it in the near future. Now, that doesn't mean much because the Nexus 10 came out in November of last year. And it probably will come out with the Android 5 or Android 4.4 mm-hmm. or the next one, whatever that may be. Because yeah, they bundled the Nexus 10 launch with the spec boost mm-hmm. or the sizing boost of the original Nexus 7. Exactly. So we'll see what they do. We don't know yet. Yeah. Um, and finally, um, also a rumor, apparently back in CES in July, I mean January, very hard to keep this straight, um, Apple, I mean Google, very hard to keep those straight. Google privately showed off a set-top box running Android. And it was going to feature a camera with motion control uh, and a motion sensor with deep integration to Hangouts. And the presentations were allegedly run by Andy Rubin, who, as you might have heard, was running Android before he left to go do other things that no one knows about. So we don't really know too much about that. But considering that it was a set-top box running Android with a very Kinect-like sensor, well, it makes you wonder mm-hmm. where that plan panned out. Uh, they might have uh, determined either that it was too expensive or they're still working on it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is your uh, Sundar Pichai breakfast update. I think that was the best update I've heard in a while. You haven't heard many. I haven't. 4.3 wasn't an update. It was a joke. Well, we got that when they still called it Jelly Bean. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, do you have any plugs this week? I... Ow, what? What? Uh, go, go, and what you highlighted makes no sense to... Okay, you made it small. I can read it now. I'm good. Is that too small? No, that's good. Okay, well, anyway. So... I have one plug, and it's not much of a plug. It's something we've already talked about here. It's Beyond Pod. We talked about this ages ago. But Beyond Pod is my podcast player of choice. Uh, and the reason being is I'm poor, so I don't have a lot of money to try a lot of other iPod, uh, podcasting apps. But this one is the one I've been using. Um, up until now, uh, it had looked like crap. It hadn't been the holo theme. It had been using a theme from 2.3 Android. So it didn't look very good. It looked horrible. Let's go with that. So this week they decided to update it. It is now fully hollowized. Um, but the most important feature I must tell you about is that it no longer requires an external app to speed up audio. So traditionally it had been using something, I'm not sure what they called it, but it had been using a third-party app that you additionally needed to pay for. So you needed to pay for the podcast app itself, $3.99, so that's $4. And then the speeding up playback app at like $3. You don't need that anymore. And that's great because paying for an extra thing is a lot of money. But 
whenever you would pause or play audio, it would take a few seconds to register and you would mess things up. And if you tried to scroll through the, you know, playback of your podcast, it would also mess up. The third-party app just sucked. Well, you can do all of that now in real time within the app, speed up and slow down with no problem. So it's it's finally nice. You can see the updated design and the holoized niceness on their uh, Google Play page. Uh, and they actually did a really good job with it. And so they said they will be refining more of it in uh, future updates. This is just an early part of their entire plan. Yeah, they, so they have a master plan. Then. They do. So they said they will be updating all the menus. So right now there's menus within menus, and that doesn't adhere to the design guidelines that Android uses now. So they will be updating that also in a future update. Um, they've also finally renamed Beyond Pod for Honeycomb to Beyond Pod for Tablets. So it's an optimized <laughs> tablet view. Um, so it so no longer has anything to do with Beyond Pod. I mean, uh, Honeycomb. That that was always a travesty, and everybody knew that it was a travesty. So finally, we're we're done with that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I could talk a little bit about 4.3. So there's not much to say. The camera app is actually better, in my opinion. So you you probably have never used this in high definition ah! detail. Oh, oh. I, I got you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right, so the the buttons here for previous picture or for changing picture source, this mm-hmm. you know the picture source, it's no longer in the absolute corner. It's almost directly off to the side. Uh, same it's with in a better the, spot. Yeah, I think so. Same with the options for changing the um, picture. I don't know picture settings. Um, the 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 best part of the camera is still present. You can swipe in from the side to get to your you know camera roll. So they say. Um, Something that was also fixed in landscape. Uh, do you pick, take pictures in landscape frequently? I do all the time. I'll, I also never did because it sucked. Um, so if you were taking a picture in landscape, you could never get to a picture you've taken. So in in, por- in, in portrait, you just swipe and you get to your picture roll, right? Mm-hmm. No, I'm well, yeah, stop that. Well, so in 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 landscape previously, you couldn't do that. It would just not work. But now they show you almost in a very clever way the shadow that is formed by the um you know buttons over here. If you swipe in the shadow, you can actually go to the camera roll just fine. So that that's an enhancement that they did there. Um otherwise that's probably the only publicly facing visual change. Uh, there isn't really much else that um four did. Um they might have made some improvements to the keyboard, but I don't know what those are. They say they did it, but I, I still don't know. I feel like the messaging app has changed, but again, I don't really know if that's true. It could just be my imagination. So that's uh, pretty much it for the Android 4.3. Um, it feels to me like what they decided to do is that Android Next, like their next big version, it wasn't ready yet. Or whatever they're looking for to do with it. It wasn't ready at the time for this event. Um, so what they did is they backported various features that they thought were really important. And they're putting the big visual updates for the next one. That's what I'm guessing. So that's about it. And uh, that was a good show. So do you have any uh, plans for next week? I think on Thursday we have the Moto X special. To oh, do. the Moto X. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we we learned quite a bit about that this week um, in various leaks and rumors. We need to learn more. Yes, so um, next week we'll be having a special on that, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You think so? I do too. Um, I don't know what time of day that is, so we'll probably get that up by Friday. <laughs> well, Honestly, 
Yeah. It, it's uh, it's it's in New York, so it'll be an hour later than we normally ever do things. Has that ever slowed us? No, no, no I, 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 I'm totally making that up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Well, so um, where can we find you on you the internet? You can find me at MatthewBudgetal.com. What about um, Dream Guy? At... Oh, oh, you could also send me an email at oh. uh, yourdreamguy at nexuslabs.org. Nobody's going to send an email to a .org ever. Send me an email to my .org. Yeah. It's tax deductible. <laughs> Not really. But, uh, yeah. And of course, you can find me, Ryan Rampersad, just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryan Amar, and of course on the Google Plus, which is where I frequently put almost every single story that was in these show notes, also on the Google Plus with commentary throughout the week in real time as it happens, because I have literally nothing to do all day, any day. And that's about it. Yeah, and uh, have a good one. Have a good one. What? Oh, all right. Hi. Hey, how's it going? I was. Oh well, I'm not can, sure. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. You hear me? No, you sound different today. I sound different. Today? No, you don't. don't sound like a Matthew imposter. No, 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 enhanced. <laughs> I'm enhanced. <laughs>